Welcome to the Third City Podcast. My name is Brandon Rubin, parent, educator, and aspiring everythingologist. It is a story of a fictional future for kids and families where the process of its creation involves your participation. So bring your attention this way and enjoy. Everything's in there, somewhere. This is Brandon the Bluesmith, 22.2 on your dial, reporting live, undercover in Third City High School. I'm doing a reconnaissance mission for Dr. Free, collecting some research and trying to improve his curriculum in the School of Wishes. Last time we met, we discussed the spirits buys and casket call, so we're going to break that down a little bit. <clears throat> now just imagine in your head, in your third eye, the word basketball. Now subtly remove the bees and replace them with C's, and you get casket call. Basketball to the death. Birthed by the they I after the satellite street smack, the game is played in underground courts known as the Hive, deep in the center of Third City, beneath paradise. Now the rich and famous can get seats courtside, but most Third City residents watch from their AR dashboards. When people aren't in school or work, they head for paradise where they enter theaters. The VR sets drop down from the ceiling. You watch, you eat, and for sure you bet on who wins, who loses, who lives, and who dies. Now, they I perfected the bomb, the most, perf- perf- the most popular shoe in Third City. So when the, cl- when the clock stripes double zero, one player at random from the losing team dies a gory death. Now, what's the purpose of this? There's so many they I have discovered. Entertainment, for sure. Population control, control definitely. Glory for the players. But based on my research and our undercover reporting in my years playing the CBA as a star player for the third city smoking rabbits, it seems that the real reason for casket call is something they I don't want us to know. Next time we'll discuss what we know about the spirit spies and how they relate to casket call. Now let's return to our story where Jimmy Beat is making his first encounter with the Nauhan and ready for a difficult re-entry into third city based on his trip to the Banala ship. This is Propaganda Panda, also known as the Bipolar Bear. You didn't think you are going to get away with listening to a podcast without an advertisement, did you? All right. So this week, the podcast is sponsored by The Pharmacy, a subsidiary of WE, The Worthwhile Endeavor, and our line of Dr. Free merchandise. Dr. Free merchandise is a metaphor. Get the metaphor, get the metaphor, get the metaphor. Each product is a metaphor you must first get, then forget in order to apply. For a 100% coupon, enter the coupon code DRFRWE. That's Dr. Free at nothingandall.com. Dr. Free merchandise, lift off with the on brand. The now head said Jimmy Beat? You mean that chicken's driving the bus? Felix the dog looked at the now hen. She had a little smile on her beak. He looked at Jimmy Beat. He knelt down onto the wooden deck of the banana ship and felt the waves pushing back and forth. The wind was blowing his floppy ears, and he knelt down, and he whispered to Jimmy Beat quietly. See, really, the school bus is self-driving, he said. So don't worry about the hen. She's not driving the bus. She's one of the oldest teachers at the school.
cool wishes. Some people say she's 250 years old and chicken. Who knows how old she really is? She's actually one of the founding members, but she's not teaching anymore. Since the eagle rooster died, that was her husband. She's gone downhill. So we gave her the bus driver job. You know, she feels good about herself. She's she's helping out. She's got a purpose. She often has words of wisdom to share from her class, but only about two or three at a time. She's the only one who knows how Dr. Free built the space clock. So maybe you can get her to tell you a few words at a time. Felix the dog stood up. He waved to the now hen. She nodded her head back. Why don't you hop on the bus, he said. But when will I see you again, said Jimmy Beat. Oh, said Felix, I'll be back in Third City sometime this week. I have a lot of projects there. I got the Frozen Crickets, that's my band. I got the ice cream truck where I'm selling my Just Ice Dream Dr. Free merchandise. And I also got to keep an eye on the inside gang. So Jimmy B looked at Felix the dog and they embraced. Felix the dog said, look, you're going to do a great kid. I've already spoke to my man, Charlie Motion. He has a backpack and he's up there on the bus waiting for you. Jimmy Beat walked past the Nowhen, up the rubbery steps of the school bus, as it shook back and forth since it was kind of old. The Nowhen seemed to say something, but he wasn't sure what it was. Jimmy Beat took a few more steps up and walked down the aisle. He looked at the green benches. They were old and cracked, like vinyl. And the bus was quiet as he walked down the aisle. There was kids and animals. They were completely silent. He figured it was just a new kid. He saw a kid in the back of the bus motioning to him and he walked past. The rest of the kids were still looking at him funny and followed him all the way to the back. Then the now hen hopped into the driver's seat, took the microphone and spoke his truth. Be here now, he said. Ugh, again, that's all he ever says. The groan from the, from the kids coincided with the revving of the engines and before he knew it, they were high up in the air heading for Dew Mountain back to Third City. He sat down next to Charlie Motion, who told him why they were looking at him so strange. They're looking at you strange, because look. And he pointed to his arm. Look at what? Jimmy Beat looked down at his arm, and he realized that his skin was kind of, not exactly blue, but bluish. He said, that's why they're looking at me? And he looked back at the other kids, and they all kind of had skin colors too. Some were reddish, purplish, greenish, yellowish. Not like the kids you remembered in Third City. Everyone was either gray, dark gray, light gray, a little brown, a little white, a little black, but no colors. That's why they're looking at me? I should be looking at them. Yeah, bluish people are pretty rare. That's why they're looking at you. Hmm. Speaking of surprises, said Charlie Motion, let's take a look at your backpack and see what Felix the dog sent for you. Hey everybody, said Charlie Motion as he stood up on the seat. Come and take a look. So the Vanilla Gorilla, Alex Balance, and the rest of the kids came to the back of the bus excited to see what the tools that Jimmy Beat got in his backpack. Charlie Motion stuck his hand in and pulled out a little box, had a little face on it, it's a music fox, said Alex Balance. Charlie Motion pulled out something else. 
It was a little disc with a purple V and what looked like two sides of a question mark in orange and blue. It's a V chip, said Vanilla Gorilla. And then Charlie Motion pulled something out that the kids had never seen. It looked like a black box with some straps. What is that? I don't know, said Charlie Motion. Have you guys ever seen that before? And they all nod their heads, no. I wonder what it is. Charlie Motion looked into the backpack and he saw there were some instructions. He put his hand in and pulled out a piece of paper. It said, anti-spirit spy kit. Have you guys ever heard of this? Everyone nod their head. I wonder what it is and how it works. Hmm, they all thought. And then a light bulb went off in the head of Alex Balance. I think I know what it is. And just as she said that, the school bus touched down on the top of Doom Mountain and everyone got distracted because of the shaking and rattling. And when the bus came to a stop, they realized they were outside of Third City. They could see the bubble of the gray field on one side and the sister sea on the other. And all the kids ran out of the bus, leaving Jimmy Beat in the back. He followed them out and he realized they were all sitting under a tree eating a fruit. He called from the bus, what is that? And Charlie Motion said, come on, it's the Simmer fruit from the Simmer trees. There's an orchard up here. It's the best fruit you ever had. So Jimmy Beat went and sat down with the rest of the kids, took a bite into the beautiful orange Simmer fruit. It was purple on the inside and it had a big blue I wanted to thank everyone for listening and send a shout out to Jeff Surwitz in New Jersey for some positive feedback. I hope you're continuing to listen and enjoy. Everyone should be blessed to be happy, to be safe, and to know that you're special.